Welcome to the Film Comment podcast. I'm Devika Girish and I'm the co-deputy editor of Film Comment. This year's rendezvous with French Cinema Festival at Film at Lincoln Center was something of a Louis Garrel convention. The French actor and director appeared in three movies in the lineup. He directed and stars in The Innocent, a comedy inspired by his own life about a young man whose mother marries a heist robber newly released from prison. Louis also appeared along with his sisters Esther and Lena Garel in his father Philippe Garel's film The Plow, a melancholic understated drama about a family of puppeteers grappling with the decline of their patriarch and their traditions. And Louis appears as the theatre director Patrice Cheru in Forever Young, a film by Valeria Bruni Tedeschi about a group of young initiates at a famous acting school in Paris. Last week I called up Louis on Zoom while he was in the middle of a shoot for a conversation about the autobiographical inspirations of all three films, the differences between his and his father's directing styles, their collaboration with the legendary screenwriter Jean-Claude Carrière and much more. I hope you enjoy the conversation as much as I did. And make sure to check out The Innocent which opens in theaters this Friday, March 17th. Louis, it's such a pleasure to have you on the Film Comment podcast and this is a really a special occasion because you are in three films at this year's Rendezvous with French Cinema. You are in the film that you've directed, The Innocent, uh, a beautiful film directed by your father, Philippe Garel, which is the English title is The Plow. And then you're also in the film Forever Young, uh, which premiered at Cannes last year. And I'm I'm excited to talk to you about these films because in all three films you play an actor in some fashion like they all are in some ways about acting and The Innocent is about acting in the most surprising way because the film is not about acting but it opens with a really wonderful kind of red herring scene of performance and as the film unfolds performance actually becomes a key element of the plot. So I wanted to start by asking actually about how performance became part of the script of The Innocent. Did you always know that it was ultimately going to be about, you know, um acting or where did that come in and why that was so important? This exactly I don't know for sure. I mean the project of the film was to not make uh, a naturalist uh, naturalistic film. You know, I was working against this idea because, for for instance, I, I I don't know how to explain that, but I was completely tired about naturalistic uh, naturalistic movies. So I wanted to make a movie with actors' performances, and of course, in the innocent, there is no actors except the character of Roche Dizem, who is a guy in jail, and in jail, he he, he maybe he he's got this desire to become an actor. Uh, because he he, he met uh, the, the woman he loved, uh, who is my mother in in the film, and because she's uh, she's uh, she's um, she's organizing some atelier. How do you say atelier in English? Sorry, workshop. Some some, some workshops about theaters and plays and and how to. Um, they, they, she, she 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 tries to introduce to the to the to guys in jail how to to play and everything. So the the, the project was to make a movie for actors. And to see actors performing, 
and Roche Dizem, Noemi Merlan, and Anouk Grimbert. I wanted, I wanted so much to see them uh, warm and, and, and performing, you know, that, 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 that was the project in the beginning. And in the two other movies, it's, it was completely different because, I mean, Valérie Bointedisky in Forever Young, she's speaking about the, her years when she was in the school of Patrice Chéreau. So I'm playing an idea of Patrice Chéreau. I was, this is not a biopic at all about Patrice Chéreau, but and he was like a, a director more than an actor, even if, she, even if he played also in his plays and in a, on, 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 on Jay Vida movie about the revolution, Patrice Chéreau as an actor, but he's, he was more like a director for stage and also director for films. And in the movie of my father, it's completely different because um, it's a, a family family movie. My two sisters are, are, are in it, and we are um, uh, we are with, with a father, and we are how, how do you say that? We are r running like a, a Muppet company. A puppet. Not Muppets. <laughs> Not Muppets. But it's true that I, I didn't think about that, that the way the, 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 the three movies are, you're right, connected, but the fact of playing something in life. So the, the, my movie, I, my character is not an actor at all, but he has to, he, he's going to, through, through a performance, not for a performance for a, a representation or for an exhibition or something, but a performance during a heist, he's going is is going to succeed to to um, how can you say that my english is so bad this time uh, these days to uh, go out of himself playing a play, playing a scene and uh, so this is um, um the, that that was the the, the because my, I, I wanted that was the funny i wanted my movie entertaining you know i wanted the movie was like a play like a play also for the audience. And of course, Lubitsch experienced that in um, To Be or Not To Be, the movie of Lubitsch, the, the opening scene, it, it's, it's, all, it's also um, a trap. So in the innocent, you play with the idea of maybe you're going to discover more real things with people when they are pretending to 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 feel fake emotions maybe the the fake emotions are opening on real emotions so this yeah. is a play for the most of it it's it's a play for the audience you know yeah and you you kind of you pretend to be a bad actor in the film which is interesting like you have to do these scenes where you're a bad actor and and you know the other characters are yelling at you and telling you how to act which was exactly. funny to watch of course i mean to direct <laughs> a movie and playing the movie and 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 play a scene which is I pretend that, that I'm a bad actor it was super funny to do of course because the other actors I play with because I'm also the director of the movie they had to they had to make me a lesson you know during the scene so all the how do you say la mise how do you say a mise en abîme in English a mise en abîme is hall of mirrors okay, hall okay. Of all mirrors. the movie there is like 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 three or four scenes with Mise en Abîme, and I'm I'm completely yeah. crazy about Mise en Abîme in movies. Of, of course, it's a, it's a fantastic. Uh, it's also a fantastic way to speak about actors and about the the the, the job of actors, you know. And also, the, it was also an homage to Marivaux. I don't know if in America Marivaux is very is very popular, but in France is a a, a a classic writer for stage, and there is a play called Les Fausses Confidences. That I played when I was like 25 years old, and I was very, I was shocked and amazed by the play because Marivaux 
is to die how you can exactly understand that in life you don't have the emotions first and after you act i mean most of the time we are pretending to act in a way and then the emotion are coming after and this would this works for people who are actors and of course for people who are not actors for example you are pretending to be in love with somebody and then the real emotion of love are coming and you are pretending to be sad sometimes you don't know like 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 children you know when you see children they are pretending to be sad or something and then the real emotions are coming so this is a very interesting uh, movement to, for for a movie to study how something fake become become real you know and and deep and profound and and this is also one of the plays of the uh, uh, of the the innocent this uh, voilà. yeah I, it's very interesting that you said that you wanted to move away from naturalism uh because i was thinking i think the plow uh, your father's film is is very naturalistic and he even said in the press notes that uh he quoted Jean-Luc Godard uh and said that you know every fiction film must be a documentary about something and his aim was to in a way create a documentary about puppeteering which of course is part of your family legacy too and um you know in your film i know that in the scene we're talking about where these ex-convicts are teaching you how to act you actually feature an ex-convict right like you you had a man who uh, one of the actors is a man who was in prison um and i thought that it was interesting is that true yeah yeah this is true yeah. yeah and i thought it was interesting like your your father talked about wanting to make a fiction film that's also like a documentary and in your film you have these elements of reality but you're moving away from you know you want to create something that feels not naturalistic that feels maybe like you were saying entertaining uh, maybe a little perverse uh, if i could yeah. use that word Yes of course you can use it now because I don't like naturalist things but I also love to mix of course and 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 in in this in this case it's it, the idea was to mix like uh, professional actors with a non-professional actor this guy who is playing on my film was convicted for 25 years in jail and everything so in the beginning I just met him when I was writing just when I was writing the script and I needed his advices about the 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 heist and the what the the okay for the organization of the script and then i realized that he was super charismatic and he could help the, uh, he could help the the professional actors to play and and this mix of non professional and professional I'm, i'm i'm always crazy about that because it helps the non professional is helped by the professional and also the professional actors are helped that the non professional because they are movements and they are um there are so many things that he 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 does better you know so the non professional they are copying him a little bit and for the atmosphere also it was so it was re- really nice but to come back to the naturalist and the, maybe let's speak about the autobiographic um, work because my father in the plot i think my father is a poet which i am i'm not a poet at all so he can describe small things and very you know even objects and small movements in a way that we you 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 never get used to focus on these small events and in the movie of my father it becomes like such a spectacular um um you know movements in his films that's why he's a poet you know to to make you realize that the small things that you are you are dealing with in your life 
you don't focus on them and you don't think they were so beautiful or important or joyful. And and in the movie, you can realize also seeing the movie, you said, oh, this 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 thing that I lived, I I miss them, and I'm 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 connected, I'm reconnected to this kind of uh, small small stuff watching the film. And in my film, it was completely different because I start, I mean, when I was writing, I was using an auto autobiographical thing that I that I that I lived when I was 17 years old because my mother, she's an actress and a director, and she was working in jail for 15 years, and then one day, Bridget Sai, right? my mother so and and one day she 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 said to me that she was uh, she she felt in love with a guy in jail and then she she was on she wanted to marry him in jail so i started with this uh, autobiographical point and then i said I'm, i don't want to do a chronicle of my life because i think it, it it's, it's going to be boring so i reopened also after i, I became to I, I started to write like a, like a spectacular film, like completely like an entertaining. I wanted the movie entertaining, and I was I wanted that everyone could be touched or, or concerned by the plot, grabbing the characters, because I think this is what I like when I'm, I'm making a movie. It's to build the character completely different of the of the actor. You know, the actor has to has to has to walk to the character and and I, I I love to to create some that the character without the presence of the actors I wanted writing the script I I was trying to make the character um existing um so strong you know You're listening to the Film Comment podcast sign up today for the Film Comment letter It's a free weekly digital newsletter featuring original film criticism and writing by Film Comment's editors and brilliant contributors. The letter delivers exclusive features, reviews, interviews, streaming picks, news, and more directly to subscribers' inboxes every Thursday before they're published on filmcomment.com the following Monday. Sign up today at filmcomment.com. I want to talk a little more about writing of the script. Both you and your father, Philip, uh, like collaborating with novelists. I mean, Jean-Claude Carrier has, of course, been a big collaborator for both of you. And then in The Innocent, you worked with, uh, am I saying his name right, Tanguy Viel? Yes, Tanguy Viel is a writer. He never, he never wrote a script and he was a writer. And this is also what I love, maybe because I, I, I learned that from Jean Renoir, Jean Renoir, who said, yeah, you have to stay an amateur when you are doing uh, uh, films and everything. And, and Tanguy Viel was completely an amateur because he never wrote a script. But he was, how do you say, he was writing some noir books. And I could see that he was fascinated also by films. He was inspired by films writing his books. He's not, I think, the type of books that he, he wrote could, could be named as... Uh, existential noir so I, i i came to see him he was completely not confident uh, with the idea of writing a script and then we started to 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 write together and then Naila Giguet, she's a young script writer she's she's now very demanded and because she had uh, she 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 won the the cesar for the film for the innocent so now a lot of people ask her but and together we were No, I don't. This is why I love the script of the Innocent because it's not uh, unusual. Uh, it's an unusual script, you know. The, the 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 story. I think it's a, it's original, and also the 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 object that they rob, 
in the film. And also like a caviar heist movie, for example. So the whole idea of the film was to make some strong characters, characters that I, I, I really loved reading the script and, and touching characters with an original heist movie, you know, who could be so like different genre of film. I wanted also to mix like even like a, a family movie, then a romantic movie and a heist movie and a tragic comedy in a way, thinking about, uh, thinking about the Italian movies in general. Mm -hmm. I mean, what do you think you and your father uh, gain from collaborating with novelists in particular? I mean, what do they bring to your film? Uh, it, it being such a visual medium, but there's something you seem to gain from, from the eye of the novelist. Professional scriptwriter don't really exist in France. I don't know how it's in America. So when a, when somebody doesn't have like a general ideas about how you are writing a script, it's always good because you are fine. I don't know with Tanguyel, for example, sometimes his uh, dialogues were so good because they were uh, sophisticated and not naturalistic and not realistic and not just you know they were. Writing, uh, writing with the idea of the literature, for example, because he's the he's all, all, always fighting with the 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 high level of literature, you know, when he's he's writing. So, the the writing a script is very strange because it's a it's not a book. A script is not a book. It's it's, it's just nothing. And at the same time, it's it, it's so important. But you you have to deal with the, these two ideas that you are writing something that who's going to be completely destroyed on the set and and uh, but at the same time you need somebody to to be connected to the literature this is why i, I asked to a, a a writer because he's got the relation with the literature and the 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 the, the art of writing that i don't have mm. you know? yeah even if after i treat i treat really bad is uh, the, the script on the set because I readapt it and I can change the, the 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 day before to shoot a scene. I can change completely the scene because I have to adapt it to the actors, right. of course. Okay. And Jean-Claude Carrière was maybe one of the great script writers uh, of the world. I don't, I'm, I'm not shy to say it because he was completely devoted to the script and he's got this genius of the writing on screen, which is a, which is very particular also. I mean, for example, Jean-Claude Carrier, when he was, he was writing a scene, the scene could be not so much interested to, to read. But after, on the screen, suddenly you understand because it's super visual, you know? I mean, an idea of cinema has to be a visual. This is what I, I, I learned from him. I mean, this is a visual uh, way of writing, you know? And this is why we, and, and after, I mean, I met Jean-Claude in my private uh, uh, life, and then I started to work with, with him, and, and Philippe was so so jealous. He said, I mean, you know Jean-Claude Carrière, can you introduce me Jean-Claude Carrière? And of course, and then, and then Jean-Claude started to write with the father and the son also, so he was, uh, he was, uh, he was happy. And so was, you, you, you were like competing over his time, <laughs> you of, and of your course. dad. <laughs> of course, all the time. Um, so I, I'm, I want to get into the intergenerational aspect of both films. Um, 
This is a very prominent theme in the plow, this idea of two generations of rebels, different kinds of rebels. So in the film, you have the grandmother and your sisters who are two different kinds of, you know, feminist rebels. And, and they kind of talk about that. And then there's also, in a sense, you and your father figure in the film who have different kinds of attitudes towards um, acting or performance that are rebellious in their own ways. And The Innocent is not very exactly about that, but there is a sense of, you know, you being the child of a, of a yes. child of the 60s, you know, like you are the son yeah. of, yeah. And could yeah. you talk a little bit about that, like maybe how it has influenced your own life and why it sort of has found a way in your films? Mm. But no, in the innocent, I mean, it, it was. The, it's also a story of a son who has to deal with the craziness of uh, his mom, you know, and who has to sometimes act uh, like he was the if he if 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 he was the father of his mom because right. his mom, she's she's wild, she's funny, uh, she's uh, she's uh, I mean she's completely she's never bo boring. And she's also, but she's crazy, and sometimes it's uh, it's very painful for a son. So that was also the point, the, the the beginning of the script. I mean, how can the son can deal with the craziness of his mom? I don't have general theories about what what it is to be the son of two people who are uh, 20 years old in the 60s or the 70s, which would, would, they were completely different periods, of course. But I mean, in my movie. I wanted to give the the heroic part uh, in a heist movie, who are normally devoted to the man, for, for for the two women. You know, I wanted that the two women of the film could be the the the, the, the ha, 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 sorry for my English. I wanted the two girls in my films to be like the the two men. You know, the, the mm -hmm. usually they are you know more more brave, more courageous, more more sexy, more heroic, and more. Then the men, the men are a little bit boring, and the, the two women in my my movies, they are they are they are they are the real heroes of the films. I mean, you want to, if you are identifying yourself to for one character, I think you are, you want to 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 become like the two girls because they are the Noemi Merlin. Her character was completely crazy about her because she's she's more brave, she's funny, she's never I don't know she's she's more eccentric than than the the, the, the male characters. And in the movie of my father. I think the the fact that he's got like two 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 girls. My father has two girls. I hope that he can learn a lot from her. And also, when we were writing, when we were doing rehearsal, because Philippe, for a year we were doing rehearsals and everything, he was fighting all the time with his two daughters because the two daughters can was suddenly said, no, no, you can't write this kind of thing. This is completely machist and sexist and everything. So he said, but why are you telling me this? Me, a sexist? I'm not a sexist. You do, And the, the, the two sisters was like, but you don't even know it because you're, we are 20 years old. Let me let, 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 let us teach you the new world and everything. And it was super fun. And me, I'm 39 right now. I, I couldn't exactly understand sometimes. I was trying to defend him or something. What are you saying? This, huh? But I mean, the intelligence of the scripts also is because they 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 won. You know, my two sister wants to, and 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 they they influence a lot in the um, what the script is telling about mm. life, about the, the the new generation. So this was interesting for that subject, making a movie mm. in family with the father, with my father who are directing the script and playing with my two sisters because my two sisters they are they are younger than me and they wanted to influence and. And give the the in the story 
so many good ideas that they have because from their generation, especially my little sister, she's 24 years old. She's Is this the first time she's in a feature film, Lena? Uh, she was in the. She's in Forever Young also. She's got a small part in Forever oh, Young. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Okay. And she no, she did a TV series, but I think this is the first time that she's got like a, a big role in a feature. In film, a feature yeah. film, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, it, I think what was so moving about watching the plow was watching you all act together. It really felt like we were in your living room, you know, I mean, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, one thing I was very touched by in the plow is in the innocent, you are reenacting something from your past and your parents past, right? Like the memory of your mother marrying someone in prison in the plow. There is a scene where you are enacting something from your future, maybe, which is attending your father's funeral. And I was wondering what it was like to film this funeral scene with your real father and whether there was, um, I don't know, I, whether it felt in any way no, surreal. It was, a, it, was a, it's, it was a little bit depressing, to be honest. Yeah. A little bit like, you know, it was a bit scary, a bit, bit strange. But at the same time, we are doing like a family movie, of course, because we are uh, Lena, Esther, and me—we are brothers and sisters. But the film is not completely like us. There is a a small decalage, also. You know, there is a small uh, transposition. So mm. it was not completely our lives. I mean, even the puppet uh, story is very connected to our family because my grandfather—he was an actor and he was poor when he was twenty, twenty-five years old, thirty years old—and he was doing some. Puppet. So this is also the story, more the story of my grandfather more than my mm. father. You know, he's, he's not a, a, a puppet uh, director. So your father's god brother, like his his godfather's son, plays your father yes, in the film. Exactly, yeah. Sorry, exactly, that was yes. <laughs> complicated yes. Uh, family yes, tree. But this is true also that the the grandmother. I mean, the movie for me is very moving because the the character of the grandmother is very inspired by my grandmother, who used to to draw and to to build some um, address for the, the the puppets you know for the a guy named Alain Recoin who was the who is the, who is passed away now but who was the father of the main the the the, the Aurélien Recoin who is playing the father so everything right. is connected the the the, the, the puppets uh, the puppets world is very connected to our family and at the same time this is not our family at all you know we are where I worked several times with my father, but we are not connected at this point. We are not working especially together all the time, you know. So this is also like a, maybe the story of a circus family, you know, mm. some, you know, with a tradition. I love because my father, once he, he resumed the film, he said, this is a movie about how the traditions are lost and how, how, do you, how you lose the traditions in general. Mm. And I and I like this uh, I like this idea making this film who also is a little bit désuet. The movie is a little bit désuet. You, you know that word in French? Désuet. In French, désuet. But it's a bit old. You know the the, the subject. You okay, know, okay, it, yeah. Uh, like um, outmoded, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah outmoded, yeah. exactly. Or and anachronistic, I, and I, yeah. Yeah, anachronistic, exactly. Because I I think also in this new world that we have since 20 years, maybe with internet and everything, like to see like a, um, a, a, a puppet family like this, I don't know, they, 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 it's also very, how can you say that, very metaphorical about how 
the idea of family also is can be lost in the the several years you know in the the, yeah. the, the next years because who who knows that if the family will be so uh, the idea of the family maybe it's, it's going to disappear because the, the 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 times are changing a lot you know i mean yeah my last question because we're almost out of time is again about jean-claude carrier who passed away after mm -hmm. writing the script for The Plow and, you know, before the film premiered. And I know that you had him look at your script, too, for The Innocent. And I saw in the press notes that that amazing scene where a kitten licks some caviar off your boot yeah. was actually yeah. came from him. I was wondering if you could talk about, you know, just um, no, Jean, his Jean Claude, I think Jean-Claude wrote too many heist movies. And then when I was and in the beginning of my uh, the, the the work on on the innocent i was talking with him and of course he was open to work on it but i i could see that he i could see that the highest movie was not in his time he was close to his death and i think he wanted to just write uh, uh, original subject completely original that he never uh, uh, wrote so i said no 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 we're not working together just read the versions versions of my script and then when he read one version of my script, he gave me some come say, little ideas and he said, you have a symmetry scene at the end, like put a cat in it. And I and I, I note it very like a treasure because I know Jean-Claude and I know that these ideas are always very uh, powerful and, and, and super visual. So at the end, we asked uh, like a cat. So for a month, the cat was used to eat some caviar and everything because for the for the scene during the night and i'm crazy about the moment when the cat is arriving on the on the on the screen because this is the last one of the last ideas of jean-claude that he had for the cinema so yeah. i love I, i love that and i was thinking in the funeral scene you know i was thinking that it's also like some kind of on-screen funeral for jean-claude you know in the plow in yeah, my yeah, mind yeah. yeah of course of course of course <laughs> Well, I think we're out of time, but thank you so much, Louis, for, for talking to me. This was a real pleasure. Thank you very much. Um, and, you. And, sorry, and sorry for my English. with days after days, bad, uh, more, more bad than the, the day before. I, I, no. Even, even <laughs> the last sentence, I, 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 I don't know how to say it. <laughs> you were completely sufficient. And actually, before we sign off, do you want to tease the film you are shooting right now? Uh, The film, no, I'm shooting a movie about uh, Antoine de Saint-Exupéry in the 30s when he was working for the Aeropostale because he was uh, as a pilot. And then uh, it's uh, it's it's uh, located in the South uh, America. We are doing everything in studio. And it, it, it's, uh, it's about the relation that he had with another pilot. He was a close friend named Guillaume. And then this is the story of the, the friendship of, uh, between Guillaume and Saint-Exupéry. And who's directing? It's an Argentinian director called Pablo Aguero. Great. Well, we voilà. will look forward to it. Um, and thanks again. Thanks. Thanks to you. The Film Comment podcast features original music by Greg Einge. Film Comment is a publication of Film at Lincoln Center. Since 1962, Film Comment has been the home of independent film journalism, publishing in-depth interviews, critical analysis, and feature coverage of mainstream, art house, and avant-garde filmmaking from around the world. Visit us online at filmcomment.com.